What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Now, you know, we got some tea to get into. Before we get into this tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally child everywhere else. Okay? So, we got some label tea to get into today. Are you, y- y'all, look. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot to fucking cover. Because, A, we know that this fifth harmony podcast essentially is going to be starting from the beginning and progressing but also at the same time um in order to talk about epic records it's really gonna have to overlap with later years so it just is what it is right now um y'all epic records is a very nasty label (laughs) and historically if you look at epic records and who they fumbled and blah 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 blah. i'm not here to talk about all those people but if you want to actually go look those up and i would recommend it look up epic records history and they don't have a very good track record period okay so my whole thing about it is you know epic records come from they had michael jackson they had mariah carey and blah 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 blah. you know it you would think with a label that has had so many icons and all these artists who were substantially a part of pop culture again you would think that this label would just be of quality unfortunately that's not the case and i i don't think i realized how bad epic records was until maybe 2015 when it came to their debut album musically when it came to you know everything else outside of that personally them eating ramen from target realizing that they're seeing nothing from all the work that they're putting into this entity fifth harmony i'm like okay what's tea because how bad does your contract have to be to where you're still having to live off ramen noodles in hotel rooms from target and you're literally on tour every other second missing funerals and all this stuff but it was just insane and a lot of that does overlap with their management as well but you know in regards to epic look they gave fifth harmony a total budget of five cents and i'm dead ass when i say five motherfucking cents because i look at the videography right and if i exclude literally all of 727 era look at all of their fucking videos where is the budget work that is a fucking green screen so is sledgehammer so is boss so is me and my girls like every video they have is just a green screen except for that's my girl work from home and whatever it is what was the other all in my head girl like be so fucking for real i look at deliver i look at he like that and i look at don't say you love me and while they may not necessarily be green screens like por favor they're still shoebox studios and i at the i I cannot for the life of me understand why if fifth harmony because they had to fight for their very last song don't say you love me to even have a video and it just blows my mind how minimal this label was with the group that did bring them in a lot of money and it's not small amounts of money they brought a lot of money in from this group from several avenues like 
they bled this group dry of their souls, their money. You could say what money, but in reality, if they were properly being paid, they'd have money, money. So it's just like you've really cheated these girls out of this life that they could have had truthfully and genuinely in Overall, I say that not even financially, but also as a group, because I do believe they would have pushed forward with solo endeavors as a group, but individually. So like, it, girl, I'm tired. I'm very, 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 very tired. And the biggest thing that irks me is the fact that they had to go in these studios and not necessarily create some of their best work, but they had to individually put their best foot forward in order to get an opportunity within their group. So it's like, literally, I've said this before, it's like an industry within an industry or a machine within a machine. They have to compete against each other to get lines, to be heard. You will be left out of a song. Doesn't matter if you're there or not. But these are also the people that Epic Records are... Well, what do you think the fucking budget for that comes from? The studio time, all that stuff. What do you, the, the, the promotion? What do you, be serious. What do you think all that shit comes from? And a lot of times the label and the management do overlap with their responsibilities. Unfortunately, Fifth Harmony is a group that it, people paying attention to Fifth Harmony would teach so many people a lot about this industry but the focus is always on the result the result of this label bleeding these girls dry of everything you're seeing the result of that and you're making that the conversation rather than what happened to get there that is just the general thing that happens all throughout life in several different occasions. How unfortunate is that? But even more unfortunate that their story could help other people. Their story could help other girl groups. I'm sorry, girl groups are a dying breed right now. They really, really are. And I, 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 I there's such a space for them. But if nobody is going to invest in them, then what the fuck is going to happen? Look, when they happen to invest in Blackpink, look what they can do. Look what happens when they invest in Little Mix. Look what happens when they invest in Fifth Army. Like, if you give a girl group the opportunity, the platform to shine and just showcase their talent in the best way they know how, they grow and they become big and they get hits. Well, I would like to think majority people would thrive in a loving and caring environment, including the fucking label. Look, Epic Records went out of their way. And here is where I think some things went down. Now, we all know Dino's not on Sledgehammer. And I say that obviously this is allegedly because I'm not getting sued. Right, bitch? So essentially, I do believe that Dinah Jane allegedly was left out of Sledgehammer because allegedly, well, do I need to say it? Do I need to say it? They wanted to build their own pop star. Fifth Harmony was a stepping stool for them. 
Epic Records did not allow Camila to write for the group, but Epic Records allowed Camila to write for herself. Didn't allow the group to write with her, but allowed the group to write for themselves, even though they did have to significantly fight for that. While label execs are walking around flashing money. You have a cat. Look, you got a cash cow here and not even look. And it's not to say it like that, but Fifth Harmony was a total cash cow for Epic Records, especially what the fans did for that group. Be so fucking for real. They were making money and they still are. They're still not getting paid that little $5,000 that they was getting paid. They don't know what happened to it. Miss Allie already talked about it. Epic Records had these girls on a mall tour. Uh, mall of America. I know y'all remember that. I know y'all remember Mall of America. But think about it. Like, you go from performing at Mall of America to the American Music Awards and you still eating ramen. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy to me. And to see how epic didn't allow them to release music that really was authentic to all of them because i do feel like while they individually have their own taste and tease they overlap with each other every last one of them girls overlap with the sound that they identify with and it's not even and i I do believe it has become kind of sort of the fifth harmony sound but not really it's almost like they took the, the the parts of, I guess, the R&B, quote unquote, urban type sounds that kind of worked and implemented those into pop music. So that way it kind of just meshed well with the mainstream era because you can look at several things. I mean, look at me and my girls and then look at Boss. It's just night and day. They did a complete rebrand and they obviously see where they needed to go well they saw where they need to go come on y'all english is hard but like no bitch be serious be serious me and my girls has it's bubblegum pop with a kind of hip-hop twang to it that obviously kind of worked for them boss boom worth it boom work from home boom all on my head boom be serious even that's my girl likes to try to you know tidbit her way into the area Right, not specifically, but she likes to dip her toe in the area, you know, on time or two. You may feel like a little Urbana vibe or whatever. Anyway, but it's so true. What did I fucking lie? Epic Records not releasing songs like Sensitive, and I'm gonna have a whole episode actually on talking about unreleased music, but like music like Sensitive, I don't know why that was not released. And even the song, um, What's the name of that song that got that short ass man that needs to stay in jail for the rest of his life? Monies. Whoa, ain't that. All they just needed to, you know, replace that man or whatever. We ain't noticed at the time. But like now that I do know it, replace that nigga. Anyway, monies, sensitive. No. And here's what. No. 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 Here's why I'm gonna fight a bitch. Because why the hell is Big Bat Wolf only on the Japan Deluxe Edition in another fucking country? Two, the only place you can stream voicemail by Fifth Harmony with full clear audio is Napster. Who the fuck is streaming on Napster? I was like, girl, be so fucking for real. Napster? 
bye. Voicemail had the potential to be like a true mainstream hit. I actually would have preferred that over That's My Girl. I would have preferred Big Bat Wolf over That's My Girl. And I don't mind That's My Girl, but it's definitely very pop. I hate seeing where all the girls are in an interview and none of the girls like That's My Girl. Allie kind of does because, it, 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 you know, how their tastes kind of overlap. It kind of dipped into Allie's little waters a bit. But I'm just like, why on earth? For one, why on earth is it that all the songs that sound R&B or whatever are not released, but all the pop ones are? Because it seems like all the ones that are pop are showcasing people who could potentially be this label's big pop star. It's like little things. If you just pay attention to how they move, it's almost like they're setting things up to be in position for the future. They want to invest in this idea that one person from the group is this big star. But Fifth Harmony was never that. Fifth Harmony was never one person is this big star. It was always seen as a supergroup. It was always seen as a group where everybody can hold their own. There was no lead singer. But that was always the narrative that was tried to be pushed behind the scenes. I don't think that the fans allowed that. I think Epic forced their hand with it. And we see what the result of that is and was. Because this is absolutely no shade. And if you are listening as a fan of hers, you got to be real. They forced her down people's throats so bad. And that's not to say there aren't people out there who would have who wouldn't have connected to her. I still think that there would be a lot of people that would have connected to her a lot more. But when you try to force somebody to be in this position, for one, you're only giving them a bitch. The stopwatch is running the fuck out. You already put a time limit on them because at this point, people know they're being forced. And at some point, when people start listening to their music, it's going to seem so ingenuine. Look how her music has declined in the mainstream space. Period. I don't want to hear nothing about how her last album went in this direction. Blah, 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 blah. Her biggest songs are her flavor, her tease, her sound. In reality, it is. But just imagine a label that invests in all five girls in their each individual respective lane instead of seeing them as competitors because the reality of it is they saw this group was a live singing competition behind the scenes for fucking epic records well it is and was girl i got my starbucks peach green tea Uh, look it eats down i don't give a fuck anyway Back to Epic Records. I don't know why they're called Epic Records, but I hope they go bankrupt. Anyway, they're very, very nasty for what they've done. 
and I think they know that. I just, I, I just have a feeling. Um, allegations just came out against L.A. Reid. We've been hearing about allegations since before 2016. So that is very unsurprising to me. I need to go ahead and mention that while I remember. Um, so it, it's just very unsurprising to me. Um, I would like to know some more tea from the girls personally in that aspect directly. But... And I had the nerve to see people defending L.A. Reid because, uh, well, you can say what you want, but he did this, he did this, he did that, he did that. Girl, shut up. Uh, like, shut up for two seconds. Like, shut the, like, no, like, shut the fuck up. Over here defending this man because he gave some good motherfucking music. Bitch, more good motherfucking music is going to come. There's plenty of fish in the motherfucking sea. You want to idolize this man who has sexually assaulted, allegedly, so to say, um, several people. Allegedly, right? Girl, be so fucking for real. Now that pissed me off because, for what you know, these these label execs are very nasty, and we've even heard several experiences from Allie Brooke alone. But I honestly can't imagine what the other girls have seen. There's honestly no telling what they have seen as a group and individually because individually they've had five years as solo artists half a decade we've seen them for over half a decade in the group so we've seen them the same amount of time outside the group that we've seen them inside the group and that shit is fucking crazy to be honest with you that's so crazy and i know a lot of people constantly like to talk about the fact that you know oh well the girls aren't releasing music you know that that epic records contract is girl shut up Shut up! Epic Records do not have anything to do with what the fuck they're doing on their own right now individually. Period. Let it go. Okay? It's just not the case. I know people would like to have this reason as to why they're not releasing music because in their heads, it doesn't make sense as to why in five years, these girls don't have very much music out or any albums at all. So... I mean, girl, Allie released a Christmas EP. Dinah already has her EP out. Lauren has released two EPs. We don't have no EP from Normani, but if you want to count that Calvin Pack EP, fine, whatever. But, like, none of them have anything. And it is because of Epic Records, but not because of the contract from Epic Records. It is, again, because they bled them girls dry. Them girls are tired. I talked about this in the intro a bit overexposed as soon as they hopped out that group they were like nope not doing that rest because they had to op- come on they finally had the opportunity to rest they had the opportunity to say no for once they couldn't say no when they had to do a concert or a tour and had to miss a funeral that's so crazy to me and I just don't, it, 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 I can't, I can't, bitch. In my head, I'm just trying to figure out if you have five wholefully talented artists who came together to try to make a dream come true, why wouldn't you want to invest in that long term? I don't understand that part. That part will never make sense to me because that's just money right there. If you're looking from a business perspective, that's money right there. Oh, I got a girl that's very theatrical over here. Boom. 
Oh, I got the first Polynesian pop star over here. Whoa. I have a girl that Beyonce couldn't wait to meet. Wow. I got a girl that is just so sultry and raspy in her voice that it's given Alicia Keys and Lionel Richie is co-signing. Like, whoa. You got people in this industry who are validating these girls and their talent down legends who no one questions a word out their mouth. Despite that, people will still say otherwise on social media. Because Beyonce would be like, oh, I couldn't wait to meet Normani. And somebody be like, does Beyonce even know Normani? Like, bitch, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all. And I'm not going to go on too much today about everything just because I don't want to get into um, everything later on. But here's what I will say. If you notice Fifth Harmony on the Billboard Music Awards again, if they get put in a position to thrive, look what happens. Look at the um, the Billboard Women in Music. When they did like, I'm going to lose you. Look at that. I mean, this is what Epic Records would have had on a regular basis if they had invested in that. When I saw, like, I'm going to lose you, I instantly thought about Fifth Harmony from X Factor. And it just makes you think about how much this label has destroyed their journey and their friendships. That sucks. You ruined everything about these girls. And you just make money off of it every day. And don't even think about it. Don't even care. That's so crazy to me. I'm like, for a label who... And I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Because it was just an opportunity for them. What do they have right now? DJ Khaled? They don't even have Camila anymore. Be fucking for real. Who do they have? Sierra? Especially after that Chris Brown song. What stage is she booking right now? Girl. Be so for real. Epic Records has ruined a lot of people's careers. And I feel like it has been swept under the rug. I'm not really sure why. And Simon Cowell being intertwined with that label doesn't sit right with me. Because I personally felt like he just watched a lot of things just happen. I'm not really understanding why if you see these girls going through hell with the labels, was there any part of you that wanted to intervene? Is there any part of you that wanted better? Is there any for somebody who was just so invested in this group? Seemingly, it just doesn't seem like he did too much. And that's not to say he didn't do anything because God knows he probably did. God knows he did, actually. I'm sure, look, Simon Cowell is the reason that they're on Epic to begin with. But it was just kind of like they won that and it's just like he left them high and dry. That's what it felt like to me. I felt like he did the same thing with Little Minx. I felt like he did the same thing with all his groups. He leaves them to fend for themselves. And then, well, he has no part in that at this point. Because his job was just to get them through the TV show or whatever. He's still getting a fucking check. So it don't matter to him. Y'all, what I would like to see 
upon a return of Fifth Harmony because realistically they're not leaving Epic. They're not. And they're not going to release some brand brand new album. If they released any album, it would be of their unreleased songs, whether re-recorded or not. They can do that. Finally, even with all the um, new things, because labels are now trying to clock people re-recording their music so that way they don't lose out on money. But Fifth Harmony has been done for long enough now to where it wouldn't even matter and it would not even impact them. So I would like to see that. I would actually like to see Epic invest. I, the more that I look at how labels work now, because what, what Epic Records artists is at the top right now, what Epic Records artists is really doing shit generally. None. The label's on its way out. Seagull already went bankrupt. That's half of their fucking funding. So they even like they can't even afford right now to even waste their time on anything. So even more so now, I know they're not just going to throw anything out there, even if they believe in it. They got to know that there's going to be a fucking return. Epic Records is all about money. Of course, these labels are. But there are some labels who actually do believe in talent. And I do believe that Republic Records is one of those. I do entirely believe that. I do believe that Columbia also believes in talent. But I also think that Columbia believes in their image for their talent. So I think that Columbia, when they see somebody, they have a vision of what they want this person to be. And if that doesn't align with the person, it's not going to work out. And I've noticed a lot of times that if people want to get out of Columbia contract, Columbia will let you out that contract. So it doesn't seem like Columbia is a super nasty label, but like, even if you do have good quality music that you believe in, if they don't, they're not going to send it to radio and they're not going to invest in it because they don't believe in it. Because if you're not doing what they want you to do, you're not going to be put in this mainstream position, period. And that's exactly how Epic Records is, but worse, because even if it does sound good to them, they're going to be like, oh, well, because they have a bigger agenda. Like, oh, well, we're not going to give this too much because then it'll take away from what we're planning overall. And they don't want that. And look, that's a big thing, especially when it did come to Camila. Even in certain things, it's like they could have done things to make work from home one. Be serious. Number one, work from home could have been number one. They could have done a lot of things to make Fifth Harmony just be more massive than what they already were. But if they did that, that takes away from all of this work that they've been putting in all these years to build this pop star. Well, just saying. And when you think about how everything went down when Camila did leave the group, because this is kind of where management also does kind of come in, but this whole time this girl has been planning this solo album behind their backs and the label knows this but the label doesn't really care because a if drama happens the label is going to cap off of that because social media is going to go crazy over who said this or who said that or who did this or who did that and that already happened with the split so boom they're totally fine 
A, they can let Fifth Harmony continue to go if they want to and still make money or not let them go forward and not make money because they already got their pop star. Like it, it's sinister. It's sinister. Because what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? It's so nasty when you think about how these labels actually work. And then seeing a lot behind the scenes is crazy. Because even the biggest star still has to fight with their labels sometimes. That's the part that's fucking crazy. That's why people are starting their own labels. If you got the money, if you have the willpower, go for it. Absolutely. I think it's time for us to get rid of these nasty ass labels. And it is going to be a very hard thing to do because everybody wants to be a star, blah, 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 be on the radio and all this good shit. So, of course, naturally, there's always going to be a bitch that's like, okay, I'll record what you want and whatever, and it'll be the most surface level pop song ever. And now all of a sudden they're blowing up because the song went viral on fucking TikTok. And now it's a top 20 hit. It's not even something that people are like, oh, we going to stream down. Let's go. And everybody, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it didn't naturally become a hit. You planted it. You planted that hit there. Because in labels, they're like, okay, we need to use this word, this word, this word. Because when these words are heard, it's going to make people feel a certain way. It's just the way that they even structure certain songs to have certain words so that way it'll connect to you or to have this in a song so that way when you hear it, it'll be stuck in your head and it'll keep coming back. There can be plenty of songs that are catchy and get stuck in your head and not be good songs. Let's talk about it. It's very true. It's very fucking true. And labels do that a lot now, my friend. And I do feel like Epic Records really did that with Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony had a brand and they knew what the Fifth Harmony brand was. And I do feel like they created the Fifth Harmony sound. And the reason why I feel like they created the Fifth Harmony sound is because I was talking about earlier when they didn't release songs that sounded like R&B, right? The girls taste, like I said, they overlap. They all have this R&B type feel that they all love. So the songs that they resonated with the most really did not get to see the light of day. All they really got to release were these surface level pop songs that could be viral TikTok songs. But they stayed in the same realm of self-empowerment and blah, 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 because it's Fifth Harmony. You're not just going to throw something random out there that's off brand. It's going to throw people off. Anyway, can't stand it. It's sickening. It's very nasty. And Epic Records gets on my nerves. Anyway, I'm hopping off here because I have been talking entirely too long. And look, if I keep going, I'm going to go in. And I got to already save myself for when I talk about Epic Records a little later on down the road. And I'm going to get into some more shit. But I know if I keep talking, I'm going to get into 2016, 2017, and even 2018. And I'm really trying to stay out of that area just because this podcast is a natural progression that I'm doing right here. So anyway, I appreciate you for listening thus far. You're iconic. Thank you. This is the That's So Dev podcast. Stay true, stay you. All right, y'all. Make sure you go ahead and follow me on That's So Dev, on social media, on all platforms. Love that for you. I'm hopping off here. And again, for like the third time. 
thank you for streaming today. I'm hopping off here now. Peace, y'all.